what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. When you place your faith in Jesus Christ, who He is and what He did at Calvary, that opens up the door into God's pasture. It opens up the door for everything that you need. And the door today needs to be repaired because preachers ain't preaching it. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Second Chronicles 29, verse 15. And they, speaking of the priests and Levites, gathered their brethren and sanctified themselves and came according to the commandment of the king by the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. And the priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it and brought out all the uncleanness that they found in the temple of the Lord into the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it and carried it out abroad into the brook Kedron. And I want to use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, the cleansing of the temple. This of which I've just read to you this morning was one of the first commandments that King Hezekiah gave out and ordered the priests and Levites to do. The Bible says he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. One of the godliest kings to ever grace the throne of the southern kingdom. He followed his father Ahaz's administration, which was in place for some 16 years. The Bible says that Ahaz was one of the most ungodly kings. He did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord. He actually worshipped demon spirits. He offered incense to demon spirits and burnt his children in the fire to demon spirits. Evidence is that King Ahaz shut down the temple. Does that sound familiar to you? But when Hezekiah came to the throne, how refreshing it must have been. Because one of the first things that he did, and if you look at it there in Second Chronicles 29, verse 3, in the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. Hezekiah wasted no time in doing what needed to be done. He put God first above all else. And as you go through life, you're going to find that there are many things in life that need to get done. How many of you have got things that need to get done? And some of you still got your Christmas tree up. Yeah, I see you looking at your husband or your wife right now. Yep. Some of you still got your lights up from last year. And I'm not talking about 2020 either. I'm talking about from 2019. But anyway, there's always going to be things that have to be done. 
But we, all mo- we, all- we should always put God first in everything that we do. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, He said, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all of these other things shall be added unto you. You've got to put God first in your life. And a question that has to be asked is how do you do that? If I were to ask different ones that question today, I guarantee you the response would be to put God first means that I need to go to church more often than I do. Putting God first means that I need to read the Bible more. Putting God first means I need to fast a little bit more. Putting God first means that I need to pray a little bit more. Putting God first means that I need to put a little bit more in the offering plate at church. And for those of you listening by radio, make the check out to Friendship Church. That's P.O. Box 601 Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We need it. We're not going to put it to a bunch of foolishness. We're going to put it to pay for radio airtime. Because we've took on a station down in Augusta, Georgia, and we've took on a new station out in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. We've got two stations up in Pennsylvania, plus the stations that were on here in North Carolina. And thank the Lord for that. But just as God has called me to go on these stations, He's called you to support it. But putting God first, although it may incorporate some of the things I've just said, number one, when you put God first, means that you open the door. You've got to open up the door of your heart. Jesus said in Revelation 3 and 20, He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. And when you put God first, it means your relationship with God comes first above all else. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is more important than your relationship with your husband. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is more important than your relationship with your wife. Glory to God. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is more important than your relationship with your children. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is the single most important thing above all else because if you will put that first, all of these other things will be taken care of. And upon opening up the doors of the temple, they found that the doors needed to be repaired. Everything about the temple in some way pointed to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the door to everything that we need from God. In John chapter 10 and verse 9, Jesus said, I am the door by me. Notice The definite article, I am the door. There is no other door. There's not many doors. There's only one door. I am the door. 
By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Everything that we need from God is found in His pasture. And the only way into that pasture is through the door. And Jesus Christ is the door because of what He did at the cross. Because man's problem, the thing that separated man from God, is sin. And Jesus addressed that at the cross. Glory to God. In these days that we are now living in, things are going to take place very rapidly that is not good. And my suggestion to you is to get in the pasture. Because it's only in the pasture that you're going to find peace of mind. In the pasture, you can find what you need. If you need healing today, you can find it in God's pasture. If you need a touch of God this morning, you can find it in His pasture. If you need a word from the Lord today, you can find it in His pasture. If you need strength today, you can find it in His pasture. If you need encouragement today, you can find it in His pasture. If you need the Holy Ghost today, you can find it in His pasture. If you need a house today, you can find it in His his pasture. If you need a job today, you can find it in His pasture. Whatever it is that you need today, you can only find it in God's pasture which has been made possible through Him by the cross of Jesus Christ. And that's it. And there, there is no other way. It's only through and by your faith. When you place your faith in Jesus Christ, who He is and what He did at Calvary, that opens up the door into God's pasture. It opens up the door for everything that you need. And the door today needs to be repaired because preachers ain't preaching it. Preachers ain't preaching it. Because when you preach the cross, you have to deal with sin. And when you deal with sin, that offends people. Preachers need to come back to the cross. The church needs to come back to the cross. The Baptists need to come back to the cross. The Methodists need to come back to the cross. The Pentecostals need to come back to the cross. North Carolina needs to come back to the cross. Georgia needs to come back to the cross. Pennsylvania needs to come back to the cross. America needs to come back to the cross. The way the preacher goes, so goes the church. The way the church goes, so goes the nation. And the way this nation goes, so goes the world. And God help us all. First, he opened up the door to the temple. Repaired the door. And we need to repair that door today. Because Jesus Christ is essential if you're going to make heaven your home. All right. He gave forth the commandment, Second Chronicles 29, verse 4. He brought in the priest and the Levites and said unto them, Hear me, ye Levites, sanctify now yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord and carry forth the filthiness out of this holy place there were things in the temple of God 
that did not need to be there. And Hezekiah, by the word of the Lord, gave the orders for such to be removed. Today, you and I are the temple of God. 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 16. Julie, if you will, put it up on the screen. The Apostle Paul said, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. What is in your temple that ought not to be there? That God wants out of there? And He has given commandment and He has given orders for such to be removed. In verse 15, 2 Chronicles 29, the Bible says that they gathered their brethren, they sanctified themselves and came according to the commandment of the king by the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. Hezekiah just didn't give forth commandments so that he could see certain things done. But his commandments went forth by the word of the Lord. Could grace and mercy, I wish we had some leadership like that today. I wish we had leadership in our churches today that would do things according to what the word of the Lord says rather than what the word of some denomination says or the word of some of the congregates in the church say. But it's time to get leadership that does according to what the word of the Lord says. It would be nice if we could have leadership up in Washington that would do that which was according to the word of the Lord. That would sign executive orders that would do that which is according to the word of the Lord instead of going against the word of the Lord. His first day in office, Joe Biden signs executive orders to send money to Mexico for abortions. That's your taxpayer money going to pay for the murder of little children. Signed an executive order this week giving boys... The freedom now to go into a girl's locker room or a girl's bathroom because they identify, quote unquote, as a girl. And vice versa. Tomorrow, they're going to vote on sending $3 trillion to other countries, countries that have vowed the destruction of the United States, they're going to vote on it tomorrow to send $3 trillion. Just no reason, no purpose whatsoever. Merry Christmas to you. Why, you just got a $600 stimulus check. That's a slap in the face of the American people. God help us. Does that make you mad? Does that make you angry? 
Does that make you do something out of character? Does that make you do something that's unchristlike? Do you feel something welling up on the inside of you? That is ungodly. That is something in your temple that don't need to be there. Are you listening to me today? Oh, Brother James, you done set a trap this morning. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because God wants to show you something ugly. He wants to show you something ugly in your temple that don't need to be there. And think about this, you don't even know it's there. Let me, let me, let me point this out to you. Second Chronicles 29, verse 16. Only the priests were allowed in the inner part of the temple. They went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it. Likewise today, only the Holy Spirit can go into your temple and cleanse you. Now, Ahaz, for 16 years, he shut down the temple of God and he put things in, I reckon he used it as a storage building, I, I don't know. He must have been planning a yard sale or something, I, I don't, but, 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 but God's house was full of junk. And the reason it was full of junk was because of Ahaz and his sin and rebellion against God. Listen to me, he that has an ear, let him hear. The reason for the junk in your temple is because of sin and rebellion against God. And when the Holy Spirit goes inside of you, He's going to deal with that uncleanness of the sin nature. You see, when Ahaz died, then the temple was cleaned up. There ain't many problems in this world that a funeral can't solve. And when the Holy Spirit goes into your temple, He crucifies the sin nature. Death to the sin nature. Let me, let me give you some scripture for that. Romans 6 and verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man, speaking of the sin nature, was crucified with Him, with Christ. When Jesus Christ died on Calvary, that sin nature, if you'll, if you'll accept Christ as your Savior, that sin nature was crucified on that cross. Crucified. That the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. And now how do we live for God? Galatians 2.20 Julie put that on the screen. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus said, if you're going to come after me, you're going to have to deny yourself. You're going to have to take up the cross daily. And you're going to have to follow me. So that's how you live for God. But 
The priest went in to clean up the temple. They were only able to do it because a death took place. And the only way the Holy Spirit can move and work is if a death takes place. Jesus died on Calvary. When you open up your faith to that, you're opening up your heart for the Holy Spirit to come inside. And He's going to crucify that sin nature. When you got saved, the sin nature was crucified. But there's still a lot of junk in your temple. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, you got some junk in your temple. Well, I just don't. Let me talk to your husband for a few minutes. Let me talk to your wife for a few minutes. Better yet, let me talk to your children for just a few minutes. We'll, we'll hear all kind of things. I'm fine, Brother James. Ain't nothing in my temple. Well, get saved and we'll find out. Priest brought out all kinds of uncleanness, if you'll look there in verse 16. They brought it out into the court of the house of the Lord. The Levites were not allowed to go in the temple, so they worked outside the temple in the courtyard area. So as the priest brought out idols and different things, the Levites would take it from there, but the priest brought out things that Levites had no idea was even there. And the Holy Spirit wants to bring things out of you that you didn't even realize was there. See, the Holy Ghost wants to bring out some images of hate. The Holy Spirit wants to bring out those images of racism. The Holy Spirit wants to bring out those images of greed. Images of malice. Envy, lust, are you hearing me? That's what he wants to bring out. And when they bring it out of the temple and they set it in the courts, the Levites need to get rid of it. You've got to get rid of whatever God the Holy Ghost is bringing out of your temple that don't need to be there. That's up to you. That's your job to get rid of it. The question is, well, how do you get rid of it? Verse 16. 2 Chronicles 29, verse 16. Last sentence of that verse. The Levites took it, and they carried it out abroad into the brook Kedron. As the Holy Spirit brings things out of your temple, brings it to your attention... It's up to you. It's your responsibility to handle it, to deal with it, to get rid of it. And the Levites carried these things to the brook Kedron. Okay, well, Brother James, what in the world has that got to do with me today? I'm going to tell you how. When the temple was built... There were conduits leading from the altar down to the brook Kedron. And as you read further down in this chapter, you'll see where the sacrifices, the sacrificial system started up again. As people would bring their lambs. And the priest would slit the throat of that little lamb and the hot blood would pour out and they would capture it in a bowl, in a basin. And then they would pour it out 
at the altar. Sacrifices. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. As people brought their animals. The Bible says that the brook Kebron was continually running red with blood as it flowed out of that altar into those conduits down to the river, to the brook Kedron. And these Levites took all of these things that didn't need to be in the temple, took it down to the brook Kebron where the blood... Are you hearing me? It has to be covered by the blood. Glory to God. Whatever is in your temple today that don't need to be there. And let let me say this. It took eight days. You'll see it there in 2 Chronicles 29 verse 17. Eight days to clean out this temple that was made of wood and stone. But you and I, our temple that's made of flesh and bone, with a soul so big that only God can fill it up. Ladies and gentlemen, it takes a lifetime. Because just as soon as the Holy Ghost brings this out and sets it in the court and you see it and you and you put it under the blood, you plead the blood of Jesus, Lord, please forgive me, help me to overcome this right here. Guess what? He's coming out with something else that you didn't even realize was there. And it's a lifetime. It's called sanctification. It's called the cleansing of the temple. And you are the temple of God. program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And now we're having worship service inside the church every Sunday morning at 930. As well, we're also having Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are being broadcast to the parking lot for those who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. 
On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.